And I'm like, oh, I didn't know we had a choice to do that. <laughs> so I'm not going to participate that, anymore. That That is something I was unaware of as well. So thank you for teaching that to me. Yeah, so this is our lesson for everybody. Nobody has to participate. <gasps> Who knew, right? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to season three of Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm, of course, Phil Better, and this season is presented to you by Unicorn Incubator. Unicorn is the largest rural incubator accelerator of its kind in the world. Located in southwestern France, Sola, its mission is to give entrepreneurs and their families their lives back while helping them build game-changing technology startups. Startups in the company are provided with a complete ecosystem for success, with direct access to proven funding sources, top-notch legal and accounting representation, access to the world's most generous business incentives, and most importantly, a dedicated sales and marketing accelerator that will put a startup's product or service on the fast track to success. Welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better. And in this episode, we are investing in Jean Kuhn, the business whisperer. So she is an author, a speaker, and a serial entrepreneur. We we talk about how you don't need a list or a big budget to succeed in the digital world. Jean shares some low-cost, no-cost marketing strategies and what's coming up next for her. So make sure you check out her website and learn all about her i had such a fun time talking with her and uh looking forward to connecting with her in the future so without further ado let's invest here's a little bio about jean Kuhn, speaker author and serial serial entrepreneur she began her career on april 29th 1985 when the nurse nurse put first her that first baby in her arms she knew she was not going back to that g-o-b she hated in 2002 jean bought her first of two bankrupt businesses and turned it around in 12 months, adding $100,000 to the bottom line. In 2006, she bought her second bankrupt business, turning it around in just under 12 months, 12 months adding $100,000 to its bottom line. Jean increased her cash flow fast without a mailing list or a marketing budget. If she can do it, so can you. Jean now helps business owners strategically turn around their stagnant businesses and increase their cash flow fast. Hi, Jean. I want to thank you very much for being a guest on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Uh, please tell my audience just a quick 30-second elevator pitch about yourself. Uh, thanks. Uh, I, it's actually less than 30 seconds. <laughs> I, help, I help small business owners turn around their business and increase their cash flow fast. And I do that through business strategy. Awesome. That's, that's amazing. That's, that is a pretty basic and straight-to-the-point type of uh, deal. So, I don't want you to get bored while you're listening to that. <laughs> no, but you, you, I have to say, I, I already feel like this great connection. Like you're that aunt in the family that's just has the warm, like you come over, they already have like the chocolate chip cookies, the glass of milk ready for you. You know, like you're already enjoying your time here. And like, Absolutely. so I'm, I can't get bored. Um, just too many happy memories. Uh, so how did you fall into this line of business? Uh, it's so funny because uh, early in the 1990s, I was in a room with Zig Ziglar and um, a great man. At that, at that point, sorry. That's all right. No worries. I was in a room with Zig Ziglar and I remember walking away from that meeting that day thinking I'm supposed to help small business. My purpose in life is to help small business owners make more money. And I was 26 years old. I had a job and I did not know how to do that. 
right? But yeah. I knew that I was supposed to. So actually I was already an entrepreneur at that time. But um, so I just, I just was on a 28 year journey of being an entrepreneur and learning about business and had forgotten that I was supposed to help them. And this all kind of came back around to me and I remembered it back when I was, I've been running businesses and have had several businesses, but at 53, I kind of circled all the way back and I'm like, hmm, I've learned some things over the last 26 years that I can help people with. And it, whether it be the massive, massive failures I've had mm-hmm. or the incredible successes that I've had, I've learned a lot to help them. So wow. let me save them some time and money like I, I spent and I kind of feel like I spent it for them. Yeah, you invested in yourself so that you could then have people reap the benefit of that investment. It's a long-term investing style. Pardon me. So what is, uh, what was kind of like your first real business that you'd say was uh, a success that you were like super excited? You're like, yeah, this is an entrepreneur success. You know, you're really happy. And then I have a follow-up to that, uh, depending on how you answer. Well, I I would say the one that I had them, that, that kind of falls into that makes me think about it is I owned a dance studio uh, for kids, right? It was for kids, a little ballet, tap, jazz. And uh, we really struggled for the first, we struggled from 90, I think I started it in 98. And we struggled all the way till 2001. And 2001, we, our enrollment was finally up. We'd done a ton of marketing. We were off to have a great year. It was going to be our first profitable year. Yeah. And if a dance studio in the United States starts, it goes with the school calendar, right? Okay. So we started at the end of August and then 9-11 happened. And after 9-11 happened, we immediately lost 30% of our students um, to the point where we were back to worse than where we had started um, that year. So it was then a constant keep building, keep building. I ended up selling that in 90... 92, 94, I think I sold that business. Um, so that was probably the first business that I had. And I'm going to call it a success because even though it financially, it was a disaster, it was a success because I learned so much from that brick and mortar, like lessons that I will, I will teach from for the rest of my life. Right. I owned two brick and mortar chocolate stores and I will, I will, teach from those lessons. Those were pretty successful, but I will teach from those lessons from the failures that I did have and the successes for the rest of my life. Yeah. I I love how you're looking at the failure, not as an actual failure, like, oh, I have to quit now, but it's like, look at all. Yes. I, I, I failed in the conventional term that this happened, but I was able to turn it around and make something of it. I didn't give up. I said, look, I've done it once before I can do it again. We just have to go back to the grindstone. So let's uh, do it. And then you uh, were able to somewhat turn a profit. And then you took the lessons of hardship that you learned there and made two successful uh, donuts or chocolate shops. They were chocolate shops. I actually bought, they were both bankrupt when I bought them. There you go. So you already started. You're like, I've already done this twice so I can do it again. You already have the template, the lesson. So you're like, let's go. Yeah. Why spend all that money just to go bankrupt? Right. No, it it was, I bought them bankrupt and it literally turned them around within 12 months. So and brought them to profitable, adding a hundred thousand to the bottom line. So 
it was, and that's where the success started, right? But it took me a long, took me like 25 years to get to that point. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, oh, so maybe I've learned a thing or two, right? Over the years. Yeah. I, Let's I, not do that again. So. <laughs> Those lessons, I, uh, I, I, I didn't miss the red flags, but I do now. I know exactly yeah. know where to go. And I, now you're only getting the successful pitfalls and not the uh, horrible pitfalls, but you're learning, right. on, you're building on those lessons, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's what I've been doing. Actually, that's how what I, this year, I will say COVID um, hitting the, I hate the fact that it hit the country and shut down so many small businesses. Mm-hmm. Like that literally stabbed me in the heart because I have such a passion for small business owners yeah. in there, done that. Right. But um, it, it really turned out to be a really very highly great year for us, profitable year. Of, of course, because you're now able to help a large number of businesses because everybody's gone, you know, digital. And you're like, look, I have all this thing. I can help you, you know, use the digital and all this to your maximum effort because I've done it. Look, here's your backstory. And then these businesses refer you businesses and just build yourself up. And, you know, it's it's only fair that you have because the more money you make, you can then help other businesses by either investing in brick and mortars when it starts opening up again, which will then be able, because you've already done it before, you can help other businesses. That's just right there. Always building and helping others, investing in yourself and then investing in others. I love it. Can, can I talk about that for what, just a moment, what you just C- said? Certainly, please do. Always helping others. My big, now I've been, a, I've been, have a servant heart. And I've been doing that for a long time, but I will say this year, 2020, not this year, 2020, I, I it took it to a whole new level of service, right? I started a free Facebook group. I gave them 10 hours a week servicing them for free and mm-hmm. helping them turn around their businesses because they were also scared about going out of business. But I remember back in the nineties when Zig Ziglar told me we were in a recession then. And he said, if you can last through a recession, you are going to be so much more successful on the other end of it. And I really, I've never, I've, I never, and he also said something interesting. He said, I choose not to participate in a recession. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know we had a choice to do that. So I'm not going to participate anymore. That, that is something I was unaware of as well. So thank you for teaching that to me. Yeah. So this is our lesson for everybody. Nobody has to participate who knew, right? So I don't participate anymore in a recession. And I gathered a bunch of entrepreneurs who didn't want to participate either. And I just served the hell out of them. And, and I was highly rewarded for it. Of course, it's only for it's in essence, it's not just when you go into the service business, it's each one of your clients is also one of your employees, because their success only reflects great on you. And if you have a bad employee, your business is going to fail. So it's, you're just taking the mindset of an actual brick and mortar business and bring it into the coaching world or the mentorship service world, which I I love. You're taking those lessons, bringing it over. That's amazing. Yeah. So thanks. That's exactly what happened, right? You have to, you have to help people when, when things happen, like what happened in 2020, find people to help. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's my idea of marketing. Right. How it's do you help? Best. How do you help people? That's what marketing means. Helping people, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like I'm I have something I have a service. I have a product that will either 
make your life more efficient or save you time or can make you more money. You know, that is the best thing to have. So yeah, it's something I do. I, I love helping podcasters and uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, influencers start their podcast and say, look, this is pretty much my five years of, you know, headaches and failures. Here you go run with it and or like I'll do it for you so I can you can go for the uh, gold easier you know because it's a lot of work running a podcast just like running a business yes so I that's uh, why I haven't done it well you're in luck you know a podcast producer but anyways that's not for here or there um what if you are helping a new business Mm -hmm. what would be your like what's one number one thing other than you know, helping others, what's something that they can do right now that can help them start turning the business around? Um, they can start actually talking to people and telling them what they, how they can help them, right? Instead of trying to sell them, service them, right? What is it that they need? I'm not saying do it for free. I'm saying you've got to be really good at telling people what you do and how you can help them and what's the outcome they're going to have when you work with them so that they know that they need you. So that's probably the very best tip I can say. And, and I'm trying to think if there's one better. I really, I'm always going to go to the service. You know what another one is? Pick up your phone. When your phone rings, pick up your phone. Yep. That to me is the biggest business buster for people who miss out on opportunity after opportunity because they're so afraid to pick up their phone. I have to agree because you you never know who that person is on the other line that can help your business somehow. Either they can introduce you to the person that's going to help like buy your business like when you're looking to sell or will invest in your business to take it to the next level. So right. I love that advice. And I, and I, I think too that um, when people are afraid that there's a salesperson on the other end or a robocall and they don't pick it up, every you're out there all day long telling people who you are what you do here's my email here's my phone number and then they don't answer their phone right yep. Keep your damn phone Pardon yeah. the French. it's it's all right we uh <laughs> there there is the, there's only one word that we're not allowed to say and so far no one said it so okay. we're good there so i'm probably gonna be okay then <laughs> yeah you'll, you'll, you'll be fine I, i'm pretty sure um gene you'll be fine like you don't you're you're you look like you may do it, but professionally you don't. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just me. Yes, yes, I do look like that. Yes, you're right. <laughs> it, it's true. It's it's not a horrible compliment. It's not a horrible insult. It's a compliment because you're you look you look like my mother. My mother. My mother swears, and I'm pretty sure when you get angry enough, you do. Um, but you never use that word because it's that word. But anyways, um, just taking a look here. Um, what is something that they can do to get more free time in their business? Hmm. Well, first of all, they can put it on their calendar, right? That, that's the only way I'm able to take a day off is if I schedule it on my calendar. Because if I've got an opening and my, my calendar link is right at the bottom of my signature on my email, right? People can schedule a call with me at any time. So I make sure that I, I mark off my, my time. I, I'm pretty protective of my time mm-hmm. and I give it freely, but when, it's, when it, I choose to 
have a little bit of work-life balance. And by the way, I don't believe there is a work-life balance when you're an entrepreneur, but when I choose to look for some on that, that remote day off, uh, I just block it off on my calendar. So I know it's my time. I agree. Yeah. No, I think that's a great idea. Like if you're complaining that you don't have free time, then make free time. Cause just like business, if you want to make money, you have to work at your business. If you want free time, you have to work on your free time. Absolutely. That's, that's a great lesson. I need to work on that too. Cause I'm always as an entrepreneur, you know, always on my phone, checking messaging and not doing enough, like relaxing time. And sometimes you, then you end up taking a couple of days of relaxing time and you feel horrible about it. So yeah. Yeah, you feel guilty, right? Yeah, you feel like, guilty. Oh, I, should be, I should be working. Somebody might be calling me, right? Mm-hmm. I better answer my phone. But wait, it's my free time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm still going to answer my phone if somebody <laughs> calls me I'm, if I'm taking private time. Yeah, of course, because you, you never know. Like you said, you never know who's on the other end that could help build your business or be the next client. So. You know, when I had the chocolate stores, we had a policy in our store that when somebody came in, we always said yes. We would say yes, and then we would figure it out. Now, we would charge accordingly, Mm -hmm. right? So if it was something, uh, a special order or something I had to order extra stuff for, we charged accordingly for the extra or the special orders, but we always said yes. And then they got to choose whether or not they wanted to pay that or not. Yeah. So it's kind of the same when you're an entrepreneur, especially in a digital space to, I think it's really important to say yes to opportunity all the time because you never know where that's going to come from, where it's going to come from and where it's going to go. It's true. You know, you're, 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 it can be anywhere. I've, uh, I've gotten some great clients from, for my podcasting uh, business by just saying, yeah, sure. They, they told me this is what I need. I'm like, yeah, sure. I can do that. And then now it's now, okay, how the heck do I figure it out? And what do I think it's valued at? So, and you, you learn to price accordingly, like you said, and you uh, grow from there. I uh, I fully agree with you, even when you're on off on your free time. And you have to be okay with not getting every job, right? Mm -hmm. Not lowering your prices to get every job. That is probably the number two biggest mistake that small business owners make is, is they don't charge what they're worth. Or they're, they're scared to charge what they're actually worth as well. Yes. You have to decide where, what, where do you value your time at? And, and then you build from there. And then eventually you can start going, you know what? My time's a little more valuable because my knowledge is much more valuable. Like you have 26 years of knowledge accumulated. 36. Sorry. Thir- yeah, that's true. Uh, I, you're this, you've been in the same, you've been in the industry uh, as, uh, as an entrepreneur for as long as I've been alive. So yes. Uh. Oh, geez. I have a 36 year old. That's when I became an entrepreneur, right? When the day my oldest son was born and that nurse put him in my arms and I'm like, I'm not leaving this to go back to the job I hate. Yeah. So yeah. So that's, ex- I, that's exactly when I started that. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yes. So like you have that experience. So you can charge accordingly what you value your time at because you have this amazing success story, success story about turning two businesses around in or two shops around in 12 months, adding a hundred K or six figures to its bottom line. And that's, that's impressive. Thank you. Very welcome. Um, Let me just see here. Yeah. We're coming up on the time. Um, Do you have, a last minute message to people 
when they're they're trying to be an entrepreneur? Uh, yeah, number one is don't have a plan B, right? I, in 36 years, I have never had a plan B. I am not employable any longer, right? If this whole 36 year old, uh, 36 entrepreneur thing doesn't work out, I don't have a plan B, right? I, I'm, I'm just done then. Um, but don't have a plan B because it's too easy to quit. It's too easy to quit. I've never once thought I needed to go get a job. I was going to figure this out and make it work. That's a, it took me a long time. That's a great lesson. That, that's another piece of wisdom. I'm going to love listening back to this episode because there's nothing but like wisdom. Um, <laughs> and it's coming from a mother as well. So you have that, you know, like, pure energy coming through. So it's amazing. Thank you. I'm going to need a recording of this, right? Of course. You great about children. I'd like them to listen to how <laughs> I am. Disclaimer, I am. <laughs> no. Of course you, I, I always send a, a copy of the audio uh, for my uh, list, uh, my uh, guests because they can use it to promote their, their business even better because you have someone like myself uh, having you as a guest. So you must be an authority in your division and, 36 years. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure. Yeah. That's a, an authority in my book. Um, so I'm going to give you uh, five minutes up to five minutes. You can promote yourself. Tell us where we can find you, where we can follow you. Anything you feel like if you have a master class or anything like that, this is all your time to promote. So let me just step off stage here. Okay. Well um, I do have a couple things. One of the things is I have a free Facebook group that I would love to have people join. I do a, a 15 to 30 minute training five days a week, I call it the strategy sphere. And if there's a link I can give you, I'm happy to do that for you um, and to, to get people into that. And also if they want to just email me at gene at genecoon.com, that's gene, J-E-A-N at J-E-A-N-K-U-H-N.com. Um, I have 13 fast and free actions that they can take immediately to bring in more money this month. And I'd be happy to email that to them. If I wasn't putting my dogs away before this, I would have had the link ready for you. <laughs> no worries. You. Um, but they can email me for that. And I'm happy to um, send that out to them. And um, really, I, I'm not a hard sell, right? It's like I, I will give anybody a free call, right? Mm -hmm. To see if they, how I can help them. I always offer three steps to more clients, more cash call. So if you're looking to turn around your business and maybe you're looking for a recovery a a turnaround recovery call. I'm happy to do something like that for people. Um, but I am I'm pretty, I have gotten to a place in my life where it's easy for me now, right? Mm -hmm. So I, so everything I do has to be easy, right? And I want people to think that I believe making money is easy. I love right? that. So I don't have too much more, I mean, to, to promote myself and I'm just happy to um, serve people with a little bit of wisdom Thank you for saying that because I'm never going to forget that. Right? You're there. very welcome. And I'm going to use it as many times as I possibly can tonight when I have dinner with my children. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and and uh, I really just really enjoy helping small business owners, man, turn it around and increase their cash flow because that's the one. 19 out of 20 small business. Now this was six years ago. 19 out of 20 small business owners were not making enough money. Imagine what it is today. 
probably exorbitant um and i love how you have a, a great you're going after your people like people you have dealt with and you, you are in essence because you come from that place and you have that success and you're, you're sharing it with so i thank you so much for being a guest gene and uh sharing your wisdom of 36 years of entrepreneurship with my audience and i'm looking forward to releasing this and having my uh audience uh, devour it as uh, as they usually do um thank you again for listening ladies and gentlemen and remember to invest in yourself thank you phil Guys, I had such a fun time talking with Jean and uh, discussing how she grew up and how she's kind of like, you know, uh, a mother figure to me in this uh, business world. So it was just a really fun, interesting conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you check out her website. Um, It's a lot of great resources for you. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you're interested in hearing a new podcast that is going live uh, every Wednesday regarding uh, investing and how to be a better investor, there is a link down below to sign up to the newsletter to get reminded of when it launches. So make sure you check that out. I want to thank you so much for uh, listening to the podcast and investing your time with us and I wish you a good day.